Lord's good. I've had some kind of week. My buddy Marty Ernst passed away, but uh, I'll have his funeral on the 17th. Y'all pray about that if you would, please. He was a good friend, but he's with the Lord now, and uh, it sort of made me a little sad. He, he used to tickle me good. We'd go golfing together, and he'd meet me out at the golf course. He'd always have me a, a toasted cheese and a glass of orange juice waiting on me. <laughs> uh, we'll last all day, but uh, anyhow, Lord's good. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask in Jesus' name you bless us today as we study that word together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I... Uh, was reading and studying, and uh, I sort of got away for a while from uh, the main message of the Bible is salvation. And I like to go through the Old Testament and the New Testament and study how God uses things and how He portrays and gives pictures and likenesses in the Old Testament of His plan of salvation. And so I was studying Leviticus chapter 14. If you'll turn there this morning, I'd like to read the first seven verses of Leviticus chapter 14. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought unto the priest, and the priest shall go forth out of the camp, and the priest shall look, and behold, if the plague of the leprosy be healed in the leper, then shall the priest command to take it for him that is to be cleansed two birds alive and clean, and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. And the priest shall command that the one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it and the cedar wood, and the scarlet, and the hyssop, and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. And he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times, and shall pronounce him clean, and shall let the living bird loose into the open field. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for your precious word and the confidence that it gives us that we can know that we're saved by the grace of God, not by works or anything we do. And how wonderful pictures that you give us of your plan of salvation. I ask you to bless everyone who hears. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What this is, has to, chapter 14, has to do with the ceremonial cleansing of leprosy. This is a ceremonial cleansing. When man sinned in the Garden of Eden, sin separated God and man. This barrier of sin worked two ways. It made man guilty before a holy God, but also man become polluted and contaminated with sin. And leprosy is a picture of sin and it's polluted or in contempt contamination. Here's the way chapter 14 is broken down. 
the ceremonial cleansing of the leper without the camp in verses 1 through 9. Verses 10 through 32, you have the ceremonial cleansing of the leper within the camp. Verses 33 through 53 is a ceremonial cleansing of a house where a leper has been. Verse 54 through 57 is a ceremonial law for a cleansing of the leper and issues of the flesh. Now, verses 1 through 3, the priest must go out to meet the leper where he was. Notice something here that's very important. The leper did not come to the priest. The priest went to the leper. The same is said of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus had come down to sinners. Sinners cannot go to where God is in their sins. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9, and Galatians chapter 4 speaks of Jesus coming down to man. Jesus is still going out to meet sinners. Revelation 3.20 Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. In 1 John 1, 7, And the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. Now remember, for well, leprosy is a type of sin. The priest going out to the sinner to cleanse him through the blood of the one that he's going to use as a bird, as a type. And the only cure for the leprosy of sin is the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Leviticus 14, verse 1 through 7, is a beautiful picture of this salvation. Leprosy is a type of sin. The leper is a type of the sinner. Jesus came to the world for one purpose, and that is to save sinners by cleansing them from sin. For the leper to be cleansed, the priest was to take two birds alive and clean. The two birds are types and shadows of the then coming Messiah, Jesus Christ our Lord. There were two birds. Notice, this speaks of the twofoldness of Christ. John 3 verse 13 says he was from heaven. 1 Timothy 2 5 says the man, Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5 19, Jesus was God in flesh, or the God man. So it's talking of the twofoldness of Christ and using the two birds to demonstrate this. Leviticus 14, verse 1 through 7, the birds were alive and clean. This shows Jesus as the author of life and sinless, perfect, clean. Hebrews 4, verse 15, he was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. In other words, Jesus was absolutely sinless perfect. And although Jesus came into this world to die for sin, yet he lives now. The priest was to use cedar wood. The heart of cedar wood never decays or rots and has a fragrance about it. Ephesians 5 verse 2 says, Jesus has given himself for us an offering a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. I love the way God puts things together in the Scripture. He uses the Old Testament and New Testament and brings it right together. <clears throat> in Leviticus, he's talking about the heart of the cedar wood, how its fragrant smell to it. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2, 
He said Jesus gave himself for us a sweet savor uh, to the smelling to the Lord, to God the Father. And when Jesus saves a soul, it's forever, it never decays. And then verse 4 says about the scarlet and the birds and clean and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. There had to be scarlet in the cleansing also. Rahab the harlot was told to bind the line of scarlet thread in her window that she and her family might be uh, spared when the Israelites took Jericho. Joshua chapter 2 verses 1 through 22. God still demands scarlet and without it there can be no forgiveness. Hebrews 9.22 Without the shedding of blood is no remission. Exodus 13 or 12 verse 13 When I see the blood I will pass over you. That's the scarlet. And notice what it says. For him to be cleansed two birds alive and clean and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop had to be used. Now again verse 4 speaks of hyssop. Hyssop is the weakest of plants. It grows and clings on rocks for life and substance. Hyssop here represents faith. Now faith in itself, faith is nothing. If you just have faith, somebody says, well, you got to have faith to go to heaven. No, it's what you put your faith in that makes the difference. So if you just have faith, you have nothing. But if you have faith in something, it, make, it makes a difference. And as the hyssop was bound to the cedar wood and the scarlet twine, it became the instrument for application of the blood, and that's the way faith works. Now I want you to watch something. Here's this high priest, and the Bible said he took wood, cedar wood. Now that's the instrument. And he tied that to scarlet, used a scarlet thread, and tied the hyssop to it. The hyssop can do nothing without it being tied where the one that can use it. Now the hyssop was bound to cedar wood and scarlet twine. It became an instrument of application of the blood. It's the same way the Lord Jesus Christ. Our faith is an instrument uh, that uses the blood of Jesus Christ for our salvation. We're saved by grace. Grace was made possible by blood. And faith applies the blood. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, but my faith applies that blood to my sins. I was talking to a young man one day and, and trying to lead him to Christ. And he said, have you ever seen God? No. He said, how do you know you are one? How you know there is one? And he, I talked to him about having faith. He said, how in the world can you have faith in something you can't see? Well, faith works the same way as hyssop and, and the cedar wood and so on works here. You have to take the faith and apply the blood. I've never seen Christ, but by faith I apply his blood to my sins. That's grace and that's through faith. And we must approach God through faith, without faith. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, verse 6, it is impossible to please Him. So as hyssop, the weakest of nature, depends on the rock, the strongest of nature, 
so also weak, helpless mankind must have faith in the rock, Jesus Christ our Lord. That's salvation. The bird must be killed outside the camp. Now it's very important that you understand the bird was killed outside the camp. This typified the death of Christ also in Hebrews 13 verse 12. Wherefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. So Jesus died without the gate, same as this bird had to die without the camp. Everything was done by the priest. The leper did nothing except come to the priest and state his need. Do you know how a sinner gets saved? Somebody got said you got to work for your salvation. You got to join a church. You got to get baptized. They'll name all kind of things you got to do. No, there's nothing you can do except come like you are to the Lord Jesus. He's done it all. So everything is done by the priest here. In verse 14, I want you to watch this. The leper did absolutely nothing except come to the priest and state his need. And I tell people all the time, the only way you can be saved is come to the Lord Jesus Christ and tell Him you need. I'm a sinner. I can't get to heaven. Lord, I need you to save my soul. That's your need. Now, so it is with us also. Jesus, our great high priest, paid it all. Titus 3, verse 5. Now, by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Now, most people that I've met and talked to about the Lord, they want to do something. My daddy, for instance, for all those years I tried to lead him to the Lord, he always told me, Son, there's got to be something I can do. There's got to be something I can do to be saved. I kept telling him, No, you don't, Daddy. All you got to do is come, Ephesians 2 8 9, for by grace are you saved through faith that not of yourself. It's a gift of God. There's nothing you can do to be saved. And these birds had to be brought by the priest from outside the camp, and they had to be brought, the the leper had to be brought to the priest. Now, notice again, uh, the bird must be killed in an earthen vessel. This represents the body of Christ, the body of flesh. Turn with me to Hebrews chapter 2 a minute now. I love the book of Hebrews, as I've told you many times, but I want to show you Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9. But we see Jesus, who is made a little lower than angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. For both he that sanctifies, verse 11, and they who are sanctified, all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Now I want you to watch something. Romans chapter 8 and verse 3. Romans chapter 8 and verse 3. For what the law could not do, and it were weak through the flesh, God sent his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. So the bird must be killed in an earth vessel. Speaks of the it represents the body of Christ Jesus in His body. God, Jesus was as much God as He was man, but He was also as much man as He was God. 
And so, again, the next thing I want you to see is the bird was slain by direct command of God. Now, if you study, and, I, and I've had people to tell me about the ark, that uh, Noah worked his way into salvation because he built the ark and that was work. No, God, Noah built the ark according to the plan of God. God gave him the direct plan, exactly what he wanted done, and so the plan was God's, not Noah's. Now, the bird was slain by direct command of God. He told him exactly how to do it. Now I want you to turn to John, and <clears throat> let me show you the other part of it in John chapter 10. And look when we begin verse 17 and verse 18. Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down on myself. I have power to lay it down, I have power to take it again. This commandment I have received of my Father. Now I want you to watch something. Jesus did not die of himself. He, did it by, he died according to the Father's will and to the Father's plan. In other words, we can't come along and say, i got a plan of salvation, you got a plan of salvation, we've all got different plans of salvation. No, the only plan of salvation that makes a difference is God's plan. And God's plan is through the direct will of God that He said that His Son was our Savior and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. Now if you go back and study these two birds, and it's a beautiful picture of our salvation, and we are set free from our sins. Now Leviticus chapter 14 again, verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. Remember now, the leper is a sinner. In the day of his cleansing, he shall be brought unto the priest. And the priest shall go forth out of the camp. And the priest shall look, and behold... If the plague of the leper be healed in the leper, then shall the leper command uh, to take for him that is to be cleansed two birds alive and clean, and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. And the priest shall command that the one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water, and he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times, and shall pronounce him clean, and shall let the living bird loose into the open field. Do you know what happens to our sins when we get saved? We're set free. We're turned loose from them. See, now no dominion over me. It can't control me. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses me from all sin, and I'm set free from my sin. I'm turned loose from it. And these two birds, one had to die, and the blood had to be sprinkled over the other one, uh, typifying if you die in your sin, there's no hope for you. But if you take the blood of Jesus Christ and apply it to your sin, then you're set free. Jesus came into this world, and His sin sprinkled on us, and we take the blood of Jesus Christ, He sets us free from sin. And that's those two birds. These two birds were brought, typifying 
the sinner coming to Christ and having the blood applied to the one sinner had to die, which is Jesus Christ dying for us, somebody has to die for our sin. Either we have to do it or we depend on Jesus doing it. So Jesus died for our sins and we apply His blood to our sins, we're set free. And that's the beautiful picture of salvation. Amen. And I can tell anybody, you go through the Bible, you blend every word, every page of the Bible has something to do with the Lord Jesus Christ and His plan for the cleansing of the sinner. You know what makes me so happy sometimes I can't understand it? I'm cleansed from sin. Now, I know myself I'm a sinner saved by the grace of God. But you know the joy one of these days I'm going to heaven. And I don't dread going to heaven. And I know a lot of people that dreads dying. Not me. I'm ready to die. You know why? I'm cleansed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's salvation. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're glad we're saved today by your grace. And when we think of this beautiful picture you've given us of salvation, we can't help but the glory in the fact that you cleansed us from all our sins and we're set free from our sins forevermore. Bless us, we do pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.